Good evening, everyone. Happy Easter. A very warm welcome to all of you this evening. In a special way, the catechumens and the candidates for full communion into the church, to all your families and your sponsors, and all of you, my dear friends in Christ. I mean, indeed, what a joy that we gather tonight in keeping this vigil for the Lord, and we come to the conclusion of these three holy days. And the beautiful thing about it is the Gloria has come back and the Alleluia's have come back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, catechumens and candidates, it was just six weeks ago when you gathered here for the rite of election. And so during that time, I invited you to reflect upon, you know, how the Lord has led you to this moment. And I encourage you to recall how the Lord has been with you in moving your hearts over time to say yes to this important step in your spiritual life, in your faith life, and how that yes only deepens your faith and trust in him, especially when life doesn't always go the way we think it should or when we are faced with the challenges that come with it. Tonight, it's always important to remember that you're here because, you're here because of God's invitation. Jesus, truly Jesus, has invited you into a deeper relationship through the encounters with him in the sacramental life of the church. And that's true for all of you as well, all of us. He's inviting us into a deeper relationship with him as we encounter him in the sacraments. Because these ritual moments will draw you into his love. They'll draw you into his mercy. They will draw you into, into redemption. They'll give you the courage and the strength to go wherever he leads you. Because it takes great courage. It takes great courage to follow Jesus wherever he leads us. True discipleship, true discipleship is not for the faint of heart. But the important thing is that you've started the journey and the Lord has led you here for this important moment in your life. You know, as I stated in last night's liturgy, as we reverence the cross of Jesus, you know, while the arms of Jesus were open on the cross to embrace us, the Lord's passion is not a sign of loss or despair. But it's, a, it's, one of, it's one of hope and triumph. It's one of mercy and love. It's one of forgiveness and salvation. In the cross of Jesus Christ, the very heart of God, the Father is displayed for all of the world to see. Jesus surrendered it all. And in doing so, he took upon himself the evil, the filth, the sin of the whole world, including ours. And he cleanses it with, with his blood and mercy and the love of the Father. But as you and I know, it didn't end there. The heart of the Father is again displayed for us. How is that? Well, the tomb is empty. Jesus is not there. He's been raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. There is no one or nothing beyond the depth of God's love. 
nothing, not even death itself, not even death itself. This is the power of this holy night. The power of this holy night is our sharing in this gift of redemption and salvation. Our hearts should just be exuding with joy because of that. You know, in the liturgy of the word this evening, you and I, all of us, we were led on a journey through salvation history. Journey through all our eyes of faith allow us to see the love which God cared for his people. Beginning with the story of creation. We heard how God rescued his people from the slavery of Pharaoh. And how God made an everlasting covenant with his people. Even after they wandered away, even after they wandered away, God claimed them again once more as his own. And as we read throughout the whole Old Testament, God did this over and over and over and over and over again. They wandered away, he claimed them back over and over again. We must see ourselves in these stories and how we betray God and we wander away and God calls us back again and again and again and again. We've wandered away and have been brought back to God in grace. You and I, we've betrayed his love. We've rejected it and have been led back, have been led, led back all of us to his loving embrace. Like the Israelite people, we too have shared in the emptiness of sin. The emptiness of sin we've shared in that and then have been brought to the fullness of redemption. Think about that. We have been brought to the fullness of redemption. So deep is God's love. You know, every day, every day we must reflect upon this reality. Every day. You know, this liturgy tonight is filled with great symbolism. I, I mean, I wish I could spend the next hour talking about all the little things that went on that mean something for our salvation and God's love. I don't have time, but I'll say a few. So we began the celebration in darkness, no? Then we came into this dark church carrying the Paschal candle, the light of Jesus Christ, the very light of Christ lit from the Easter fire. And then this light of Jesus was shared from hand to hand, from person to person. So that the darkness is filled with his light. So that the darkness of our hearts are now filled with the light of Jesus Christ. The emptiness of the world's sin is now filled, is now filled with the light of Christ's sacrifice, his death and rising. And this light, this light of Jesus Christ cannot ever be extinguished. We see in this holy light, we see Jesus Christ himself. We see Jesus himself. Every time you look at that, we see Jesus. We see Jesus. Well, Pope Benedict reflected these words. He said, this is a light. This is a light that lives from sacrifice. The candle shines inasmuch as it is burnt up. Right? 
it gives light inasmuch as it gives itself. Thus the Church presents most beautifully the Paschal mystery of Christ who gave himself up and so bestows the great light. It's the end of his quote. The heart of Jesus, the heart of Jesus like a candle was made visible as he was consumed by love for you and me on the cross. As he gave of himself to you and to me and to the world so completely. And because of the resurrection, his love has completely reshaped the world. And even today has the power to transform us as we embrace our call to bear his light to the world. Another rich symbol tonight is water. You know, we heard of how the Israelites escaped death through the waters of the Red Sea. We also heard how from Isaiah, all you who are thirsty are invited to come to the water. And the prophet Ezekiel spoke of the Lord saying, and I will sprinkle clean water upon you and cleanse you from all your impurities. And from all your idols, I will cleanse you. Obviously, all of these passages refer to the cleansing waters of baptism. These cleansing waters that bring new life. But only after we have chosen to die with Jesus and enter into the tomb with him. That's what we're called to do is to die with Jesus tonight and enter into the tomb with him. St. Paul shares with us that we were indeed buried with him through baptism into death. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in life. Catechumens, raise your hands as the catechumens, and I can see where you are. You're in the, okay, you four. This newness of life will soon be yours. Imagine that. It will soon be yours. But for all of us, this dying to self must continue to happen every day so that this newness of life can be experienced every day. Sacraments of initiation, which you will be receiving in a few moments, are your entry into the very holiness of God. They're your entry into the very holiness of God. They cannot be looked upon as mere events or something that you get. No, 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 no. See them for what they are. Encounters of love with Jesus. Encounters of love itself. Sacraments of Benicia are not only your entry into the sacramental life of the church, but they also commission you for service. They commission you to live out the mission of Jesus in the world today, amidst all the temptations that are out there.
doesn't matter. We're still called to live this mission of Jesus in the world today. And friends, I think this is the greatest challenge for all of us. In fact, there's no greater challenge today, period, as the culture tries to remove Jesus from it altogether. We have a lot of work ahead of us, all of us do. And we have to stand up in faith and courage and do what we're called to do. Pope Francis shared last Sunday these words. He said the gospel makes this clear. He had always warned his friends that this was to be his path and that the final victory would be achieved through the passion and the cross. Francis says all this holds true for us too. So let us ask for the grace to follow Jesus faithfully, not in words, but in deeds. Lord Jesus, give us the grace to follow you faithfully, to lay down our lives for you. Francis also said, let us also ask for the patience to carry our own cross, not to refuse it or to set it aside, but rather in looking to him to take it up and carry it daily. Lord Jesus, give us all the patience we need to carry our own cross, not to refuse it or to set it aside, but rather to take it up and carry it daily in union with you. You know, the Christian life and the demands that flow from the sacraments, and this is for all of us, not just for them, they cannot be taken lightly. Jesus, Jesus wants all of us to be candles, right? To be candles, to be a light for the world, being consumed in giving our lives away. You know, this candle is going to be consumed over the next year, right? Giving the way light as the wax is being burnt away. It's giving itself up so that we might have light, see light. Huh? That's what's being asked of us. You know, and I think this is at the heart of the mission of this diocese of Rapid City. You know, the mission statement which reads, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we, we are called to attract and form intentional disciples who joyfully, boldly, and lovingly proclaim and live, it, live the mission of Jesus Christ, leading to eternal life. That is your mission. That is every one of our mission in this diocese, what I just read. That's our mission. And so as Jesus told Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, he tells us, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Go tell others he has been raised from the dead. This is our mission, to go out and tell others that Jesus has been raised from the dead for you. Tell people that. Let them know what Christ has done for them. It might lead them to a new life, but this is our mission. So my dear friends, tonight we are truly blessed. The journey of these three days comes to a completion, but you and I, I hope we are renewed once again by Christ's love that has been shared with us. And now we go forth anew, living a faith, living a faith that proclaims loudly, Jesus Christ indeed is risen from the dead. So God bless all of you and happy Easter.